This podcast is a production of the Mississippi State University Division of Development and Alumni. Welcome to the Bulldog Bites podcast. This program is produced by the Mississippi State University Alumni Association and gives you a look at what MSU alumni and friends are up to on campus and around the world. My name is Sherry Carbevis and I'm the immediate past president of the MSU Alumni Association. I hope you've had a chance to visit campus as the temperatures have cooled down. Besides football games, there's always a lot of exciting things going on at MSU, and it's great to see students and visitors out and about. This is always a great time of year to visit campus as the leaves are starting to change, which creates some great photo ops on our campus. If you do plan a trip to MSU, take a moment to contact the Welcome Center to schedule a tour. Before we get to today's guest and interview, we wanted to let you know what we've got going on at the Alumni Association. Like it seems every year, Football season has flown by and there are only two more home game tailgates this season. With homecoming festivities set for the Kentucky game, our final two tailgates will be held before the Tennessee State game and also the Ole Miss game, the Egg Bowl. The tailgate is held at the Hunter Henry Center prior to kickoff and you can visit alumni.msstate.edu to learn more and purchase tickets. We have delicious food so far this year, and we can't think of a better place to spend Thanksgiving than with the Bulldog family at HHC. It'll be a lot of fun, and we hope you'll check it out and get your tickets for the last two home tailgates. Besides the tailgates, we've got a pregame event coming up on the road. If you're heading to Nashville to see the dogs play Vanderbilt on October 23rd, be sure to join the Alumni Association from 11 to 2 at the local in Nashville. It's located just steps away from the stadium. Be sure to check out MSU alumni social media for details and directions. We got some great feedback from Bulldogs who attended our pregame tailgate in College Station. We're hoping the team can have a similar result that night as well. Lastly, MSU has recently rolled out a new student mentoring platform called the Bulldog Network. This is an MSU exclusive program that allows alumni to mentor and offer guidance to current Bulldog students. We've had great response from alums so far and are excited to open the program up to student registration very soon. Please visit bulldognetwork.msstate.edu for more information. Now, let's get today's very special interview with Dr. David Pittman, a two-time MSU graduate who is currently serving as the director of the U.S. Army Engineer Research and Development Center in Vicksburg. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Hail State! He is an alumni of Mississippi State University, and he has been the director of the U.S. Army Engineer Research and Development Center, headquartered in Vicksburg, since March of 2017. I'm so happy to welcome you today, Dr. Pittman, and um, I'm looking forward to learning about your ERDC, as they say. Thank you, Sherry. It's great to be here, and, and I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. We're excited because this is something, it's very interesting. We've kind of been focusing on alumni 
uh, from the university this, ses this season, and we're learning about what they're doing. And this is something I know very little about. I know where Vicksburg is, and I have been to Vicksburg many times, and I'm also very familiar with the Corps of Engineers. But this program, which is called the Engineer Research and Development Center, has a whole new thing that we're going to learn about today. So could you tell us a little bit about that? Well, Sherry, you're way ahead of where I was in 1983 when I started here. <laughs> so I, I graduated in 1983 in civil engineering, by the way. And uh, I don't know if you remember back then, probably don't, but the, you know, the job market was terrible back then. It was hard to find a job. Unemployment was double digits. Interest rates were super high. So I had pretty good grades and had a lot of great interviews, but I had one job offer. Wow. The Army Corps of Engineers. I didn't know what that was, by the way, honestly. The Waterways Experiment Station, which is the predecessor, and we still call it the Waterways Experiment Station, or West here in Vicksburg, Mississippi. I'd never been to Vicksburg. I grew up in Beaumont, Mississippi, a real small town in Perry County, close to Hattiesburg. But, but I knew I needed a job, so I said yes. So, so I started here in December of 1983, and now you know I'm the director of Verdict now, and it's just it's just it's been a dream. It's wonderful, but. But that's the reason I wanted to come on here and talk to you and talk to you about Erdic a little bit and what it is and the Corps of Engineers and our relationship with Mississippi State. So I'll tell you that you might not know this, but Vicksburg, Mississippi is actually the largest Corps of Engineers town in the world. So we have, so the Corps of Engineers is 35,000 people strong. It's the world's premier public engineering organization. We do civil engineering, military engineering. Basically that's our thing. Uh, in the Corps of Engineers, but we have, but the Corps divides the world into nine pieces called divisions. So Vicksburg has a Mississippi Valley division. There's a two-star general in charge of it. So she has a headquarters and under each division, you have districts. They're headed by colonels. So the Mississippi Valley division headquartered in Vicksburg has a New Orleans district, has a Vicksburg district, then Memphis, uh, St. Louis, Rock Island, St. Paul, all the way up the Mississippi River. And so you have a Vicksburg district with a colonel and all, you know, over a thousand people working in the district. And then you have the Waterways Experiment Station, now Erdic, also headquartered here. Now the Corps of Engineers started back in 1775, by the way. So we were helping George Washington win the Revolutionary War. And we've actually had a mission ever since. But the Waterways Experiment Station was started in 1929 right after the great flood of 1927. The great flood of 27 was one of the greatest natural disasters in the history of the United States. And so Congress knew the Corps of Engineers, we were like the nation's engineer, still are. They said, Corps of Engineers, you know rivers, try to help us with these floods. So that's, that's when they created the Waterways Experiment Station right here, 1929 on the banks of the Mississippi River because Vicksburg itself never flooded. You know, if you ever been to Vicksburg, we have these big bluffs over the river, kind of like Natchez. Right. We didn't flood here. And so they created it here and we actually started studying the river. That's why we were called the Waterways Experiment Station. And to this day, this location is still called the Waterways Experiment Station. And we've had a mission ever since 1929. And you've yeah. been for that whole time since you graduated from Mississippi State? That's it. Yep. First job, job I ever had, like paying. Well, I mean, high school stuff. You know, I worked with my dad. Actually, my dad was a contractor. So we built bridges, and he's the one that said, Son, I think you should be an engineer. I said, Okay, Daddy, what is that? He said, He's the guy with the white hat and white shirt that comes and tells us what to do every day. And I said, Okay, he's the boss. I said, Yeah, I guess he's the boss. That was a thing. He, he knew you very well then, I, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, it kind of worked out. But, uh, 
so anyway, so so I come along in 1983 by then, by the way. So we were originally doing all this waterway stuff, like water resources, and we're still doing that to this day. But then World War II kicks in, it changes the world, of course. We are the Army Corps of Engineers, so we do have this military warfighting uh, function. And so waterways started, we actually influenced, by the way, we have this cool history. So we influenced uh, D-Day, the invasion at Normandy, because we were doing hydraulic models by then, and we could advise the military on, hey, you need to land on this day, or here's what's going to happen. The same thing in the Pacific. So we were kind of supporting military operations. But in World War II, we actually started doing a lot of military research. So things like airfields and pavements, which is where I ended up in 1983, the airfields and pavements group. Uh, blasting weapons effects, blowing things up, all this kind of cool stuff. And actually, that's most of what we do today is actually military-related R&D. Mm -hmm. So... So when I started here in 1983, then I joined the, what was called the pavement system division at the time, straight out of college. And man, I, I didn't, I didn't know this place existed. Seriously. I said, yes, on the telephone. I showed to Vicksburg <laughs> on December, the, I think 18th, 1983, started December 19th, 1983. Wow. Nobody was here, by the way. I mean, everybody was on leave. It was, it was a holiday. It's, it's Christmas, but I showed up and uh, they signed me in and, you know, and, and in January, people started showing up. And honestly, I thought, you know, I'd be here just long enough to take another job, you know, go work with daddy back, back in Perry County. But uh, it didn't take me long to figure out, hey, this is, this place is like magic. So today, I call Erdick, I say, it's like Disney World for engineers and scientists. Wow. Yes, because. That's Ed, really cool. That's a great like, way to describe it for people that are not engineers, you know, because like, it's your world. Yes. And just like Disney World, I want you to come see us, okay? I have well, been dog. to Pittsburgh, but I haven't been there and I would love to. Hey, it's right on the sign. When you come into Vicksburg, it says turn right here for it's called Erdick West now. Uh, Erdick Waterway Experiment Station thing. But uh, we we want, you know, Bulldog Nation out there to come see us. You need to be, you know, proud of this thing that's kind of this hidden jewel in the state of Mississippi right here in Vicksburg. Been around since 29 and doing all these wonderful things on the civil work side and on the military side, you know, and impacting the world right well, here. Well, so fascinating. You, you know, I think we forget being in Mississippi and we've lived here most of our lives and, oh, nothing's happening. There's so many exciting yes. things happening. And all, uh, I assume that you have a good many graduates there working with you at Erdick. Oh, we do, absolutely. So we did the math. I knew there was a lot of graduates here, but we actually calculated this. So one out of every, almost every five people at 30 has a degree from Mississippi State, at least one degree. I've got two degrees from Mississippi State, by the That's way. Uh, December of 83, I got my bachelor's. So we have this thing called an Erdick Graduate Institute. It was called the West Graduate Institute uh, when I started here. And actually, Mississippi State was the first uh, university that joined the Graduate Institute. I mean, it was a Graduate Institute of one. And what it is is, so right here on the campus, we have these uh, classrooms. And it was distance learning back in the 80s before that was a thing. But we would have people who work here would become adjunct to the faculty. Right. So matriculate through your system, but it'd be taught like Mondays from like 3 to 6 p.m. You know, you're working all day, you go to class, and somebody, your colleague is teaching the class, he's PhD, expert in the field. And so that's how I got my master's degree. And most, a lot of people here, I'm not going to say most, remember one out of five, at least one degree, just go through the graduate institute. And now we have, we have, I think it's 13 different universities in the Graduate Institute, but none of them bigger than Mississippi State. So we have uh, like one fifth of our people have the graduate degree and we have over a hundred people right now enrolled in 
uh, Mississippi State graduate programs through the Graduate Institute. So the Dean of Engineering there was telling me that his graduate program in engineering, there's, there's as many people at the Graduate Institute in Vicksburg as there is on the campus. <laughs> that is fascinating. Yes, right. So, and, and we promote people, would you say most of those people live in the Vicksburg area? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Probably 80% of the people who work okay. uh, at, at Erdick live in Warren County or Vicksburg and then, you know, surrounding counties around here. Like I live in Clinton, for instance, you know, or right. people in Louisiana. So, you know, 30 minutes away. Yeah, but yeah, most of the people right here in Vicksburg. So, so Erdick, uh, I'll catch up to Erdick now. So in 1998, I'd been here for, you know, 15 years at that point. Uh, the chief of engineers at the time said, hey, let's combine all of our labs into one organization. So we had the Waterways Experiment Station in Vicksburg that has a coastal and hydraulics lab, that has a geotechnical instructors lab, an information technology lab where I'm sitting right now, mm -hmm. and an environmental lab. But we also have a construction engineering research lab in uh, Champaign, Illinois, co-located with the University of Illinois. We have a co-regions research lab in Hanover, New Hampshire, sort of co-located with Dartmouth. It was actually, we bought the land from Dartmouth University. And then we have a lab, a geospatial research lab in Alexandria, Virginia, right outside of Washington, DC. So in 98, we formed, we pulled all the labs together to form one organization called the Erdic. So that's why we're called Engineering Research and Development Center now. Some people, you know, know us as a waterways experiment station because we've been that since 1929. Right. We actually are now part of what's called the Erdic. So now we're all the labs and the Corps of Engineers in one organization, 2,200 people, over a billion dollars, just like you just said. Yeah. Two engineers and scientists, but we have a lot of technicians as well and a lot of uh, administrative personnel as well. Well, and how cool that's happening right here in Mississippi. I know. I know. Thing. And also the great connection, you know, obviously with Mississippi State, because we know what a tremendous program the university has in all different engineerings, but you know, to have that right in our backyard and to really have someone like you that's running that institute from Mississippi State and then the graduates, you're talking about one out of five are from Mississippi State too. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So there's no more important strategic partner to Erdick than an academic institution in Mississippi State, I can tell you that. Historically, and I can tell you there's more things going on now and in the future, it's gonna be super critically important in the future. So from just getting our degrees ourselves standpoint, from hiring the students, we have hundreds of graduates uh, from Mississippi State and we're gonna hire hundreds more in the future. So we're still in hire mode, we're still in growing mode, have been, you know, since, since we began really. So it's gonna be super critical. We do over $18 million worth of research. There's no other university. We work with dozens of universities around the nation, really around the world, none more so than Mississippi State University. So you have an incredible capability at Mississippi State, uh, that so it's the R and D, it's the students, you know, it's the it's the faculty members who work with us in the summers, and you know they train with us as well. It's all the above, you know. We're better at Erdic because of Mississippi State, That's and uh, I could be more proud as a bulldog to say that. You know, it didn't have to be true. I mean, Erdic, frankly, we could have been anywhere in the world, right? But we're right here in Vicksburg, Mississippi. So I think that's a big plus for the state of Mississippi. You know, and I say that all the time. You know, this crown jewel sitting here that nobody seems to know about, but it's, but it's yeah, but it's been here since 1929, and it's we're the 17th largest employer in the state of Mississippi, by the way. 
which is, like I said, fascinating to me because so much of the things that are going on, and that's the great thing about the Bulldog Bites, it'll give a chance for our alumni and friends of Mississippi State to hear about these things. That I are, know. Um, I know. We talked to somebody a couple of months ago that's the state meteorologist, and we were talking about our meteorology program. These are things that I'm an alumni. I go to all the ball games, and I had no idea that these things were happening right in our backyard. So this is very, very fascinating. We are very proud of our MSU Legacy Program, which helps you wrap your kids in maroon and white as early as their very first birthday. As an active member of our Alumni Association, you can enroll your child or grandchild, and every year they will receive a birthday card and a special gift from the Alumni Association. What a great way for you and your growing family to stay connected with our university. Hail State! Our Alumni Recruitment Network is an opportunity for you, our alumni, to reach out and impact the college decision of a prospective student. Through this program, we have a unique opportunity to share with students our experiences and love for Mississippi State University while also inspiring them to join our Bulldog family. With activities like letter writing, attending college fairs, and serving as a representative at award ceremonies, you can play an integral role in strengthening our student body. I hope you'll join me in this mission to assure and strengthen our university's future. Hail State! I know, so I want to. I just want to tell Bulldog Nation out there, come see us, and we would love to show you around. I mean, because there's nothing like putting eyes on target, you know, seeing these fascinating things. Like when you come here, first of all, it's like 750 acres. I mean, it's a huge thing. It's, it's behind a fence, okay. Right. And then we have a hydraulics lab, so we have all these huge buildings around here that have models. We used to have the whole Mississippi River here, by the way. We were famous for that, but now we have sections of the Mississippi, not just the Mississippi every major river in the United States, every major port, coastal areas. So you'll see these little models, like 150th scale or whatever, and you'll see the waves sort of lap up against it. And we're taking measurements and we're trying to see the impacts of like waves on, you know, different projects we're building. So we, we actually have a ship simulator that you can go inside of this thing. It's like computers around you. And we put actual riverboat pilots in ships that we've modeled. And we do this mm -hmm. space modeling. And it's like driving into the port of Houston. And seriously, when they're driving, you know, there's it's the Houston is around them. But right. the thing is, is the, is the ship is driving as if it's actually in the port because we have all the waves and all the currents exactly like it is in Houston. <laughs> yes. Well, see up. I'm ready to come visit. <laughs> I don't know. And that's yeah. just the Coastal Hydraulics Lab. I mean, uh, yeah. here in the Information Technology Lab, we have these supercomputers. So we actually run the biggest DOD supercomputing program that they have. They, don't, they actually only one have, uh, but it runs supercomputers here in Vicksburg. So I'm sitting in a building right now that has some of the fastest supercomputers in the world right here in Vicksburg. And they run the program this, since it's Department of Defense. There's a supercomputer, uh, another Army one in Maryland. There's actually a Navy one in Stennis, 
uh, that's, uh, you know, South Mississippi, the Stennis Space Center, there's actually one there too. Okay. There's, a, there's one in uh, Ohio for the Air Force, and then there's one in Hawaii for the Air Force. So we run that whole program right out of Mississippi. Well, now tell me, because you talked about, you know, the number of grads, one out of five, and I'm sure there'll be students that'll be listening that may be interested in finding out because you may be hiring over the next year, couple of years, you said 15 to 20 grads. Right. What is it they can do to find out and how can they reach out to you and contact y'all? Well, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook. That might be the easiest way just to see more about us and what we do. Right. We've got a great presence on LinkedIn, uh, especially, and that's kind of how we're, the professionals kind of, you know, link okay. up. We also have a website. So you can go to www.erdc.usace, that's U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, U-S-A-C-E, dot Army dot mil. Okay. So, and you can go on there and it tells you all about the Army Corps of Engineers. It tells you about Erdic and the kind of things we do. So there's a couple of different ways right there. And then it shows you jobs, J-O-B-S, you know, how okay. to work. Uh, any federal job in the United States, by the way, you can go to USA Jobs. I think you can sort through that way as well, or just come see us. You know, I mean, uh, as you know, with the engineering departments there, we're talking to them about making visits here so we can get the engineering departments particularly more, in, you know, understanding of who we are. We right. go to the university itself and make presentations. We go to the job fairs as well. But that's one way you can find out about us uh, is, you know, go to our website or go to LinkedIn and, and find out more. And it also that I guess they can also find out if they're interested in certain research or projects that you're doing. Is there an example of some stuff you're doing right now that would be something that people might be interested in? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So one of our labs is the Geotech Instructors Lab. It's the lab I actually grew up in. I didn't do this particular thing, but it's we do something called blast and weapons effects. That means we blow things up. Okay. <laughs> people like that. I know. It's, it's super. You need to come and we'll blow something up when you come here. <laughs> We have all these facilities you can do that, but the reason we're blowing things up is very important because we're trying to protect our soldiers and civilians from getting hurt. Mm -hmm. So perfect example over, if you remember in Syria in January of 2020, uh, the enemy attacked our military base there. And when they, they shot a huge bomb over in there and it injured, it, nobody was killed, thank God, but there was mm -hmm. a lot of traumatic brain injury from the shock. Oh, wow. So Central Command, General McKenzie, I mean, this is the big four-star, said, hey, Corps of Engineers, Erdick, can you help us? And because they knew we had this expertise all the way from World War II. And they said, hey, can you help us out? Because we don't want our soldiers hurt anymore. So we did some studies. We, did, we blew a lot of things up, okay? And we used our supercomputers here. We can model a lot of that in our supercomputers. So we combine our com computer modeling with our, we did a lot of big blasts around here. And we came up with a solution and we presented it to him. And he said, so get it out in the theater. So right now it's being put out there and it's protecting our soldiers right now in CENTCOM. That's one thing. Wow. I mean, <laughs> that's a thousand stories like that. I mean, this is the kind of stuff we get to do, you know? You have I, your dream job, it sounds like. I, do. I, I, I said when I got this job in March of 17, I said, it is my dream. I didn't even know this. When I said Disney World for engineers and scientists, that's what I'm talking about. We do right. stuff that you couldn't even imagine until you get to see it and hear about it. Some things we can't even talk about, you know, because it's so, it's kind of, you know, classified, but uh, it's a lot of things we're doing on the river, for instance, not classified stuff, but I mean, who, do, who models the whole river? You know, you, if you're in the hydraulics, there's no, you know, it's the third biggest river in the world. It's the most trafficked. I mean, it's, it supports the whole nation's economy. So if you're in right. the hydraulic engineering, it don't get any better than what we do, okay? 
If you're in environmental engineering, I mean, we have a whole lab called the Environmental Lab. So we're all about protecting endangered species and getting rid of bad species. Like, have you heard of harmful algal bloom, all the blue algae on the- I live uh, on the them talk about all that you know what it is right and so we're yeah. trying to get rid of that right we're trying to get rid of all the bad stuff and keep all the good stuff we have people know they get phds in this right and by the way if you want to get your graduate degree so if you want to come work at erdic you need to be thinking about i want to get a graduate degree because we're going to expect that actually not everybody has one but two-thirds of us do but we'll put we'll pay for it we're going to put our money where our mouth is so if you want to be professionally developed we're going to pay for your master's degree. You'll probably get it through the Graduate Institute, just like I did. Mississippi State will probably be the university you'll get it through, by the way. And then we'll pay for the PhD. So, I, so in 1989, I went off to the University of Texas. They paid for me to go. And I, and I did one year of coursework. You typically pay for one year. Come back to the Waterways Experiment Station at the time, did my research, and got my PhD in 93. So wow. we'll, pay for, we'll pay for all that. Hey, that's... Yeah. That's a pretty sweet deal because with the cost of higher education, not only are you getting the education, but you're also getting the experience, which is so vital to being successful. Yeah, you're exactly right. So when I was in the classroom at the University of Texas, I already been working for you know five or six years. I, I knew a lot about some stuff more than professors did, honestly, because I was working in the place where it was all that information comes from. You know, I was working with the best in the world right here. And that's another thing. You'll be working with the best in the world. Now, the last 10 years, we've been on a huge recruiting campaign because we started looking around and everybody was kind of getting older. You know, we said, we better hire, <laughs> we're going to go out of business. And right. so now if you come here, our age distribution, it was a bathtub distribution. So you had like my age, baby boomers, you know, 50 and older were kind of the dominant group. Then we started hiring. And so all the young ones came on board. So it was a bathtub, you know, not many people in their 40s and a lot of people 35 and younger. Well, now that's the dominant group. 35 and younger is the biggest single group at Erdick. So when you come and visit with us, you're going to see a lot of young folks here. They bring a lot of, you know, creative, vibrant energy right. up on the latest things, you know, and which is what it takes to really, you know, advance the state of the art. So that with the experience of the older folks, it's, it's a fabulous place. Well, and the one other thing I wanted to mention, because we talked about the partnership with Mississippi State, but I think y'all are doing some specific work with the MSU Center for Advanced yeah. Vehicular Systems called CAVS. Yes. Oh, that, not just that. We're doing it with calves. So they have a lot of excellent expertise, by the way. We study with those guys and get master's degrees with them. So they're world experts. So we got an $8 million project we're working on right now, working on, you know, coming up with better materials for force protection. That's the blowing up stuff part. Okay. Force projection. <laughs> that's the airfields and pavement stuff, for instance, like that I used to work in. We actually designed the airfields and pavements techniques that are used around the world. So if you ever fly out of Jackson Airport or Atlanta Airport, any airport in the world, especially in the United States, military or civilian, it all started right here in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Do you know that? No, I did not know that. I know, I know. And I when mean, I fly, I will think about that. That's so that's cool. Right. It all started right here in Vicksburg. It's, it's crazy, it's crazy. But yes, yeah, so we're, we're doing force protection, force projection, and like maneuver support and mobility. That research is being done right now with the CAF Center, uh, which is part of Mississippi State and Erdic. Uh, we also work, we have something called ICER here, which is like a system engineering research group. That was started just a few years ago. It was a joint venture between Mississippi State and Erdic. It's about half and half, but then they actually sit here with us. And so we actually do research that supports the state of Mississippi with all their industrial processes, a lot of systems engineering kind of things. So it's saving a whole lot of money for Mississippi industry 
but it's also helping the Department of Defense because we have a huge mission to help the Department of Defense build huge systems. I mean, there'd be anything from tanks to airplanes to helicopters to ships. So it's a huge symbiotic relationship and it's between Mississippi State University and Erdic. Um, that You know, like I said, so many things you've told me today, uh, being a person that is just loves Mississippi State, it just makes me love our university even more because we I have, so, well, there's such a variety of people that graduate from state. And like you said, you're an engineer. I graduated in communications. Right. Uh, we've all done a lot of different things, but what a special thing you're doing there in Vicksburg. And like I said, I promise I'm going to call you and I yes. come to see uh, something be blown up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're going to blow something up right here. So, and I, and I really invite you. And by the way, I know there's businesses out there owned by the Bulldog Nation. Yes. Work with us. So the Corps of Engineers does 60, we got about $68 billion worth of work that we're doing, both on the civil work side and the military side. Right. Work can be done with small businesses. So Erdic ourselves, we're going to do R&D. We're going to have small businesses. We're going to have academia like Mississippi State we're working with. So if you have a small business out there and you want to work with Erdic, please go to that website I talked about. It's erdic.usace.army.mil and you'll see a section on like small businesses. Okay. Click on that and it'll tell you how to work with us because we want to work with you because we got to you know, we just have so many people here in Erdic that, you know, that can do the work. We have to work with partners like Mississippi State. Yeah. And, and small businesses and things. So if you're interested in working with us as well, you know, go to that website. It'll tell you how to get in touch with us. Well, I cannot wait, like I said, to come see it. And we will, what we'll do, Dr. Pittman, we'll include all that information when we put this out. We'll make sure we have all that information for people to contact right. uh, and they can connect with you and, and come visit as well. Thank you so much for your time today. It's just been fascinating. And I've learned so much about all the exciting things that you're doing there at Erdick and in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Yes, ma'am. Well, please come see us, okay? Thanks, Dr. Pittman. I'll do it. We appreciate it. Have a great day and join us for the next session of Bulldog Bites. Thanks. Thank you, Sherry.